0: On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks fall to the Chicago Bulls. It should just be a schedule loss, but I'll tell you why it was a little bit worse. And then talk about the two good things from that game, Spencer Dinwiddie and Jaden Hardy. We'll talk about that and more on today's like I I'm Luca Zencic and this is Lockdown On has <laughs> Don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day and every post game. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. So the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below on YouTube. Let me know what's one thing you want to see from Jaden Hardy going forward this season. Could be more minutes, could be better shot selection, whatever you want, whatever you want to see. Just let's talk about Jaden Hardy in the comment section. Today's episode was supposed to come last night. My house did not have internet. And so I wasn't able to either watch the game or get the uh, the post-game episode out. So I wanted to throw this one out quick today. So I appreciate everybody for your patience. Even though I know you were waiting. You're just waiting on pins and needles. You're just waiting to get this episode, to get this episode in your feed. Because good lord, this game. We'll talk about why it was a disaster for the Mavericks. We'll talk about why it's it's one of those you can just flush out. But there's a couple good things in the game, and that's Dinwiddie and Jaden Hardy. And we'll talk about why Jaden Hardy was such a positive in this game, even though you look at it and you're like, oh, well, he was, what, five of 13 from the floor and played 22, 23 minutes and only scored 15 points. Like, eh, Is that only one assist? I'll tell you why it was still good. All right. Dallas Mavericks lose 144 to 115. The Mavericks allow 82 points in a half. That's their most amount of points they've ever allowed in a single half in Dallas Mavericks history. Like, you can look at this game and you can say, all right, this was a schedule loss. The Mavs on a second night of a back-to-back. They played in Dallas the night before. National TV game. Milwaukee Bucks, one of the toughest teams to play. They played great defense. The Mavericks came down to the wire, should have won the game in five different ways. (laughs) You can listen to my post-game, Episode about that one, but it was a tough fought game. And then they land in Chicago at 3 a.m. local time, which I guess is central, which is Dallas time. Uh, they land at 3 a.m. and then have to play a, a game that night at like 7 30 or something, so like 22 hours in between games because it was a 9 p.m. start the night before in Dallas. It's just the ultimate schedule loss, like that travel. The, you know, the, the hard fought game the night before. There's all kinds of different reasons, but this was worse than a schedule loss, right? This is worse than usually in a back to back like that in a quote unquote schedule loss. I'm doing the air quotes for all those people listening on the podcast. Appreciate everybody listens on the podcast, too. I feel like we don't talk about you guys enough. Still part of the raccoon squad. If you listen every day. But allowing 82 points to this Bulls team, who actually were, were pretty healthy. Like they, They're they missing Lonzo. They've been missing Lonzo the whole year. And then like Javante Green was like the only other player that they've really been missing. Uh, but this Bulls team is kind of weird. This Bulls team has a record that does not reflect the talent that they have on their team. This Bulls team is 20th in offense and 9th in defense, which also does not reflect the talent of their team. You'd look at that team and you'd say – Okay, well, they got DeRozan, Levine, Vooch. Like, this team should be an incredible offensive team with those three. They're touted at times as, oh, they got three all-stars. Okay, three guys that have been all-stars at certain points. DeRozan had that crazy run last year. But this team has been a great defensive team, which is just kind of weird. And they've been, you know, under, under, like, below average on offense. And so you come into this team that's below average on offense. They're just kind kind of a sleeping giant, though. They're, like, waiting to just break out because their offense should be really good. And they do it in the first half against the Mavs. 40 points in the first quarter, 42 points in the second quarter. And it was just like just right off the bat. The the Bulls got out to a 22 to 6 start and I just wrote, "The game is over?" question mark. Like I think the game may have been over in the first like 6 7 minutes of the game. The Mavs defense relies on them. Limiting the amount of threes that you can that the team can get, limiting your amount of chances at the rim, limiting and then allowing as many mid-range shots as you want. This Bulls team loves mid-range shots. They got Levine and DeRozan that can hit mid-range shots. Vooch can hit a mid-range shot here and there. This team loves those type of shots. They're, they're, they want those shots. Uh but even still, the <laughs> Bulls shot 10 of 17 from three in the first half. They just were Downing there three. They the Bulls score. This was this is actually more impressive to me than the 82 points in the first half. The Mavs allowed 60 points in the first 16 minutes of this game. So first quarter, and then like four minutes into the second quarter. They allowed 60 points. That is that is actually wild to me that they allowed that many points in that many minutes. That that alone tells you, okay, schedule loss. A little bit worse than that because of just how bad the defense was, but we have to also be clear: the Mavs were without Luca, so you know you you take that as well. Like that, they doubled down on the schedule loss when they when Luca sat out. They were also without Josh Green and Maxi, so two of your three best defensive players on the team currently, and then also three of your current. Let me let me count them out. <laughs> three of your current, like let's see, there's three, four, five. Uh, five competent defensive players. <laughs> like you're missing three of your five competent defensive players. If you throw Dorian and Bullock, and then maybe throw maybe throw Dwight in there to make it six. He's been pretty he's been pretty decent. At least he knows where to be. But like you just don't have many competent defensive players on this team. And when you're missing three of them, I'll throw I'll put Luca in there. I will. When you're missing that, like you're just missing a connective tissue that what's makes this de- that's what makes this defense good like they're throwing lineups out there of like Christian Wood, Tim Hardaway Jr. and and you know and Dwight and Dinwiddie and you're like like and then uh, you know throw Dorian out there but that's four players that struggle at different positions on on defense and Dinwiddie carrying the whole offensive load like you know you're just asking him to do too much at that point same thing that they do with Luka but it was just such a bad defensive effort in so many different categories, and especially from players that didn't play or didn't play a lot the night before. You're talking, like, you know, JaVale McGee was a disaster in the first half. You're gonna look at his box score and be like, oh, the guy played 17 minutes. <laughs> He's listed as a forward center in the, in the stat sheet, which I think I find really funny. He played 17 minutes, scored 18 points. Oh dang! That must have been a great Javale McGee game. Yeah, like he had a really good scoring fourth quarter. His defense, I thought, that in the first half, he played this five minute stretch where they were minus fifteen. They got outscored by fifteen points. He was a disaster. And him being like legitimately hurting this team is so bad for the Mavericks. We have talked about that several times over the course of this year. How you know Isaac and, and even I were, were pretty high on Javale McGee as just being. Just a little bit of an upgrade on Dwight Powell. Can he just be a little bit of a rim protection upgrade? Because he played so well in Phoenix last year. He's taken such a step down. It's it's actually it's actually incredible how much of a step down. And a lot of people are going to say, oh, I called it. I called it. He was going to be to that. They didn't know he was going to be this bad. To where you're just like, I, we, we, we can't even play you. We can't even play you against Vooch. Like, you can't even play you against Drummond. He got destroyed by Drummond a couple times on on some plays where you're just like, that's what we brought you in for, like to stop these post up scores, and he just couldn't. He just like couldn't. stop. It was a disaster, I thought, and it showed out in this game. In the fourth quarter, he may have redeemed himself, I guess, because he did score a lot. I think though a lot of it was because of the the pressure that Jaden Hardy and a little bit of Kemba Walker put on the defense, and then, you know, the, the Bulls were up by like 40, and so they didn't really, I don't think they cared as much. Drummond was still in the game. He's not the best defender at all. But that's just been such a bad thing for the Mavericks, and it, it capped off how bad of a defensive performance this was. I, I thought Christian would really struggle defensively in this game too. I, I think that he he he's kind of like JaVale. He came alive in that third quarter and really had a, a good scoring quarter, and so you're going to look at his stat sheet and be like, oh, well, 21 points for him, nine boards. He had a couple of assists, only two turnovers. You're like, that's a pretty good Christian Wood game. I'll take that. He was really bad defensively, I thought, in this game. And when you, when you start throwing a couple of really bad defenders into this Mavericks lineup, their defense just falls apart. It's the way that it's built. You can't have three bad defenders or two, even two bad defenders and a couple like average defenders. You have to have some competent defenders all across the board because it takes that connective tissue for them to be good. Coming up. Let's talk about Spencer Dinwiddie. I thought offensively, he's the only thing that carried them. Their offense was fine in this game for the most part. But we'll talk about Dinwiddie. And then let's talk about Jaden Hardy because that's the one thing I really liked and uh, was excited to see in this game. But we got to see a pretty decent stretch of Jaden Hardy. And let's talk about him coming out. But before we do, let me tell you about Rocket Money. We used to talk about this all the time. It was called True Bill, and it helped you to – to like limit the amount of subscriptions you have. If you have too many subscriptions, and I know we're hitting the holidays, you're trying to buy presents for people, and you're like, where am I gonna get this money? Well, why don't you save yourself money going forward by getting rid of some of your subscriptions that are hard to cancel or that you forgot about or you don't really realize that you're paying for. So if you're wasting money on subscriptions, 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. If you're listening, odds are you have a subscription that you've forgotten about and need to get rid of. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions with Rocket Money. Go to rocketmoney.com slash locked on. Seriously, it could save you hundreds a year, and that could save you when you're going into the holiday season, buying gifts for people, uh, buying that person that you're you're thinking about right now. Like, how am I going to afford to pay that gift? Because I have this great idea, but I don't know what it is. Save money with Rocket Money. Go check it out. They have also all kinds of other things besides just uh, subscription savers. You can go check out everything they have at rocketmoney.com slash locked on. All right, Isaac, let's get into the rest of this game. We talked about how it was a disaster for the Mavericks. Defense was bad. Schedule loss times how bad the defense was made it as bad of a game as it was. The most amount of points they've ever allowed in a first half. But I thought Spencer Dinwiddie was really good offensively. I've said a couple times this year the Mavericks need, if the Mavericks are going to continue to play the same style and the same players that they're playing right now over the course of the beginning of this season, they need more from Spencer Dinwiddie. And I thought you saw it in this game. He plays 29 minutes. I don't think he played a single minute in the fourth quarter. He played, like, uh, not almost 10 minutes in the third quarter. So he missed, like, the last 14 minutes of the game because it was garbage time. Actually cleaning the glass. Uh, I talk about cleaning the glass a lot. It's a stat site for the NBA. And they uh, filter out garbage time, <laughs> like, to try and make it a, a more, like, uh, a more like quantifiable like stats site so that you can see like, all right, well it's not just this, like th- these minutes that just completely pull the numbers in a certain way. It's like the actual games that the, the team plays and the actual minutes that matter, which is what I like. They filtered out the entire fourth quarter of this game. <laughs> they they deemed the entire fourth quarter of this game as garbage time. <laughs> and I think the Mavs did too. Um, but Spencer Dinwiddie didn't play in that garbage time, played 29 minutes, 9-15 to 15 from the floor, hit three threes in the first quarter, had eight assists, 27 points. That's what you need from a Spencer Dinwiddie. And he was controlling the offense. He was the one thing I thought that was really good in this game in the moments that mattered. Christian Wood had a good third quarter offensively, but I thought Dinwiddie, other than that, was like the only other player that had real minutes and got uh, got real results. He was driving a ton He was hitting his threes. He's coming into his own. And now we're starting to look at a couple of games in a row or a little stretch in a row where he's finally figuring out his role as a playmaker, his role to hit guys off of the dribble, and it's all coming off of his drives or swing passes. But, yeah, we've had an eight-assist game now from Dinwiddie against the Nuggets. He had seven assists. Go back to the Knicks game. He had nine assists. Uh, He had six assists in the Detroit game. Like He's finally coming into his own as a playmaker, where at first you're like, he's getting two assists, three assists, you know maybe five here or there, but it just wasn't enough early on for what the Mavericks need from him and what they're gonna ask of him to do. I I love the game from Dinwiddie. I thought that he was the one bright spot in the Mavericks starters and main rotation players where you look at and you go, oh, let's go. Also got to the free throw line seven times. Hit six of his free throws. They need more of that going forward. Uh, well, we can talk about Christian Wood real quick. I thought Christian Wood did have a really good third quarter. He finally came alive, scored 14 of his 21 points in that quarter. He was finally, like, figuring it out and figuring out how to play against that team. And uh, it just was so bad defensively on the other end that, that it negated a lot of the things that he was, do- that he was doing, uh, even in the first half. All right, Jaden Hardy. Let's talk about him because Jaden Hardy gets t- almost 23 minutes in this game. He gets like a five-minute stretch in that first half where it was just a disaster overall. That was the one I talked about with JaVale McGee. But he plays just about 23 minutes, scores 15 points, has an assist, has a steal, has a blocked shot, hits five free throws, missed all four of his three. So he's 5 of 13 from the field. And you're like, oh, Jaden Hardy, we want you to be more aggressive, but we also want you to be... You know, we also want you to be efficient. That was the big thing for him in the G League. The reason why he's a second round pick is because how inefficient he was in the G League last year. And you look at 5 of 13, you're like, ah, dang, that's bad. But he missed all four of his threes. They were all pretty good looks. I thought his process was really good in this game. I think I even wrote that in, uh, in the third quarter. Like halfway through the quarter, he comes in and he hadn't scored yet in the game. He played in the first half a little bit, played a little bit in the third quarter, and I thought his process was good. The shots that he was getting was good. The decisions he was making was good. I thought the threes that he took were were pretty good, and not all of them were completely untested. There was a couple of them. He had four threes, but I think like three of them were a little contested, where it's still a good shot, but it wasn't a wide-open shot like some of the shots that that some of the other Mavs are getting. Like I thought Frank Nilakina, he had... He t- he missed four threes too. I thought his were all completely wide open, and he just missed all of them. But what I thought Jaden Hardy's were, um, were not as completely wide open. He still he still missed those, but he had five in he had like five or six incredibly good drives, and that's the thing that he brings to this team that they just currently don't have. And Dinwiddie is 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 stepping up a little bit more in that area, but when you look at the you look at this team, Hardy had eight drives. Who else has given you eight drives in 20 minutes? Nobody, right? Kemba gave it to you a little bit. We can talk about Kemba a little bit towards the end. I probably should. It's his debut. But with Jaden Hardy, he gives you he gives you drives to basket and his drives looked great. He had one turnover. It was, it was a bad mistake off of a drive, and he tried to he tried to make the right pass and dish it. He just didn't get it off in time. And then it got tipped and, and all that. But he had really, really good drives to the rim. He had a drive and a score against Drummond in the fourth quarter. And on the third quarter, he had th- two drives in a row that were great off of pick and roll. And Iso and a give and go at the buzzer um, scored right into like into contact too. It's not just like he drives and no one's at the rim. He's like going against guys. He, he showed some real control on the ball. And that's something that we've really been asking for him. We want to see more control of the ball when he drives into into traffic, drives into players, drives into contact. The thing that I've seen in the G League when I've watched some of his games is he drives in the ball like, you know, he he collapses cuz you know somebody attacks, somebody like, you know, comes over to help or something and then he gets contact and pushed and he falls down. Didn't see that in this game. We saw him get to the free throw line. Two times when he drove in, and two guys came right at him, and he just went up. He went up strong with it. And when you go up strong with it, he didn't get good shots off off of those drives. But he got to the free throw line, hit both of his free throws. He was also asked to take a free throw at the beginning of the fourth quarter because of a Kobe White technical. I thought that was a good sign. And like Jason Kidd and Nico Harrison have been saying, we got to find minutes for this guy. I think it's true. He can score. Defensively, he's not going to give you much. Defensively, it's going to take him a little while to figure it out. I'm not sure if the Mavericks have... Either the patience or the uh, the time currently <laughs> with what they're currently trying to do with the rest of their squad to try and figure out how to integrate Jaden Hardy into this team and have that have that patience for him to figure it out defensively because he's just not giving you a lot. He he's he seemed like he knew the relative places to be, but you don't want him to ask. You don't want him to defend anybody one on one. You don't want him to. Uh, you want him to come over and help, I guess, a little bit, but. You're worried he's going to foul in situations. But I thought offensively he gave them something that they just didn't have anywhere else. We'll talk about Jaden Hardy a little bit. I think we're going to do an actual episode of me and Isaac later. I watched all of his G League game the other night. And we'll talk more about Jaden Hardy, what he can bring to the future. But I thought in this game, he was great. His process was great. If he hits a couple of those threes, it's a really awesome game for Jaden Hardy. And it's an awesome looking game for Jaden Hardy. Let's put it that way. I thought it was still an awesome game, but if he hits some of those threes, it's an amazing game for him. Let's say he hits two of those threes. All of a sudden, you're looking at a guy now that's at, uh, he's at, what, 21 points? Shooting about 50%. That'd be a great game. Sometimes Sometimes it's just that little. Like, if you just look at stats, and if you're just looking at a box score, that's the difference. Two shots is the difference between a great game and like an, oh, I'm concerned game you got to watch the games and see what they're actually doing. Kemba Walker makes his debut. I should talk about Kemba Walker. Plays 19 minutes. Hits two shots. Goes to the free throw line five times. Has five assists. He gives them something they didn't have before, and that's like a playmaker off the dribble. I thought it was very clear in the first quarter. The Mavericks go down, what, 6-22. to 22. Kemba Walker checks in at that point, and the offense completely changed. When you have Dinwiddie, Tim, the two wings... And Dwight, or actually, you started with Dinwiddie, Christian Wood, Tim Hardaway Jr., and you're like, okay, I just don't have enough off the dribble. Like you just don't have enough creation to make the offense work the way that the Mavs have been running this offense. But when you throw Kemba in there with Dinwiddie, that's when you start. Okay, things are moving. Things can, you know, we have two different guys that can put pressure on the defense. It's what made the Mavs so good last year is when they had Luca. Brunson, and Dinwiddie. But Kemba Walker walked up into a mid-range shot with about three minutes and 46 seconds left in the first quarter, and you're like, whoa, we haven't seen that very often. It was like surprising to see a mid-range shot like that. Um, I thought Kemba changed their offense a little bit. I thought that he was uh, a a positive for them. He he was actually one of the few players that finished with positive plus-minus. He was a plus-two, and uh, Bullock was a plus-three. A lot of that was because of uh, the second half in a, a couple, like some garbage time minutes, but I thought Kemba changed their offense a little bit. I think he's going to add something defensively. That's going to be tough. He's willing to take charges, which I think is good. That's the, that's the thing I think he's going to get away with, with this Mavericks defense, but uh, yeah, he's going to bring some stuff to him. It I think that the Hardy Kemba thing, they, they got to bring somebody in if they want to um, boost their offense a little bit. They have some options though. They have some options with those two guys. If they need a boost to their offense, or and they, they're convinced they need one, one of those two guys I think can help, especially with creation. They both can do that. They both can create off the dribble, and they're going to bring some stuff. They can shoot the ball, all that. We'll talk about that more on tonight's show. Isaac will be back, and we'll be talking about uh, Kemba's debut. We'll talk about Hardy and what how he's looked in the G League. We'll talk about all that today, but I just wanted to get out this episode Breaking down this game, so we don't have to talk about it tonight. And so, uh, and we we committed to doing every single post game, and I wanted to give you guys this post game episode. So there you go, guys. We'll be back tonight. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.